You're listening to The Health Classes You Missed. My name is Monica and I'm a secondary school health teacher with a passion for all things health. Whether you're currently at school or you finished 20 years ago, this podcast will help you understand those topics that may have been skimmed over, considered inappropriate or flat out ignored. So sit up straight, faces forward, let's get into it. everyone and welcome back to another episode of No Stupid Questions. I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode with Lucy Lines. It actually was one of my most popular episodes, which wasn't surprising to me. I think she was just so great, but it absolutely popped off in the US on Samsung Podcasts, and I couldn't figure out why, um, but I'm stoked with that. I hope that if you are a US listener, you are enjoying the episodes and you are also learning something. I know that often the statistics and everything that I talk about are Australian-based or Victorian-based, but I still hope that you guys are gaining something out of it. And thank you so much for listening. For the first time ever, actually, this month, my US listeners are beating my Australian listeners. So I've got more people from the US tuning in, which is crazy to me um, that people over the other side of the world are taking the time to listen and learn and really inform themselves on these topics. I think it's just absolutely awesome. This week, I've been super busy getting back into the swing of school. We're at term three here in Victoria. I have actually started the sex ed unit that I prepared over the holidays, which has just been so great, so fun, and so informative for the kids. They have absolutely loved it. We've had some really good feedback already, and I think that they're just getting heaps out of it. And that is just so rewarding as a teacher. We did the anonymous question box as well throughout the week, which is just my favorite part of it. Um, I wish, honestly, that I could share some of them on my Instagram and socials, but of course, I want to keep it, you know, anonymous. I know it already is, but I would hate for one of my students to see um, that it's been uploaded to Instagram or something, but I can use it as some inspiration for the podcast anyway and pass it on to them too. I've actually had a few more of them let me know that they've been listening to my podcast. So that's exciting as well. Um, I don't like to promote it to them. So it is interesting when they do find it on their own. Um, So that's awesome too. Now, this week, we are getting to a question that has actually popped up twice now from two separate listeners. And these people said that they didn't get told what discharge was when they were younger and they wish that they had. So here we go. The question of this week is what is discharge? So basically, discharge is fluid that comes from the vagina. And you might see this when you go to the toilet on toilet paper, maybe when you wipe, or it can be in your underwear as well. According to Healthline, it generally starts appearing when a person starts menstruating, but can occur up to six months before this. So six months before a person's first period. Now, there are several purposes of discharge. It's not just there for no reason. It's actually super important to understand this as well, which we will cover in this episode, of course. And we do discuss that in the episode that I did with Bright Girl Health uh, with Demi. That episode is really great if you haven't listened to that one either. So I would recommend going and doing that. But some of the main purposes of discharge are that it cleans and moistens the vagina. It helps prevent and fight infection. 
the color, the texture, and the amount of discharge might actually change depending on the time of the month and the time of a person's cycle. And of course, this can change between people as well, but this can be a really good indicator to maybe when you're ovulating, things like that. It can also indicate that there might be something going on that we need to investigate. So this could be something like an infection or even pregnancy. And it's just a great way to tell whether you're healthy down there or what time of the cycle that you're in, which is just really cool. Our body is sending us messages in ways that we don't even realize. So understanding your discharge is actually really important. So the next question I've got here is, what is considered normal and where does it come from? Now, according again to Healthline, it's made up of fluids from the cervix, the uterus and the vagina. And now again, it's going to be quite individual and change from person to person. But generally, discharge is clear or white in color. It may have a slight odor, but it isn't strong or anything like that. It might leave a yellowish color in your underwear. Again, it changes depending on your cycle. It can be thin, sticky, or elastic, or it can be thicker and gooey. And these are all normal and can indicate different things. Some people might actually have a lot of discharge, and some people might find that they don't really have any at all. Again, both are normal, and it's totally dependent on the person. If you are one of those people who maybe do have a lot of discharge, maybe just at a particular time of the month or in general, wearing something like a panty liner might help with this. So we've spoken about discharge being able to help us indicate maybe whether there's something wrong or maybe a person has an STI, something like that. So when should you actually be concerned or worried about an infection? As we already touched on, it can tell us so many different things about our health. So for example, if it's thicker during a certain time in the month, this can actually indicate that you're at peak fertility or if you are experiencing vaginal dryness, this may be because you are going through menopause. However, it most importantly indicates when we could have an infection or something going on that's just not quite right. So the things to look out for here include a change in color. So this could be green, gray, or anything super yellow, a change in smell or odor, especially a very unpleasant or overly fishy smell a change in texture. So if it is kind of looks like cottage cheese or it's very foamy, if the discharge causes your vagina to itch or burn or is painful in any way, or if there is blood in your discharge that isn't menstrual blood. It's also important to understand that you can have more than one infection at a time. So these things could be happening all at once, or maybe you only have one or two symptoms. But yeah, it's important to understand that it doesn't necessarily mean there's just one thing going on. There could be many. So really important if you are someone who might be experiencing any of these things, please, please go see your local GP, your doctor, or any other healthcare professional that can help you. So what are the actual infections or STIs that might cause a change in discharge? A very, very common infection, which is something that I think is more commonly known as thrush or a yeast infection. This is a fungal infection that can cause irritation and really intense itchiness down there. 
vaginitis is also something that's uh, fairly common. And this is inflammation of the vagina, which can also cause itching bacterial vaginosis or BV. Now, some people may have heard of this one before, but this is the overgrowth of bacteria, which can upset the natural balance of the vagina or the pH balance, which we will talk about in a minute. Another one here is trichomoniasis or trick. This is an SDI that's actually caused by a parasite and this can cause really itching and painful urination. It might also mean that your discharge smells really bad and maybe a little bit foamy in texture. Another STI is gonorrhea, and this is also caused by bacteria. This can cause pain or burning while urinating as well. Chlamydia, another STI, this causes genital pain too. And the last one here is pelvic inflammatory disease or PID. This is an infection that spreads from the vagina to the cervix, to the endometrium or the lining of the uterus and beyond. It can go through the fallopian tubes as well. And this is accompanied by pain in the abdomen as well as of course, symptoms of discharge. Of course, if you think your discharge has changed or it does sound like you're experiencing any of these symptoms, those negative symptoms, make an appointment with your local GP right away, especially if you are sexually active. And of course, remember, please, please, please never be embarrassed or worried about what your doctor thinks or whatever else. Your doctor is a professional and they are only there to help you. If you are a bit younger and you need to talk to someone, make sure you talk to someone that you trust beforehand and really get that support. There is absolutely nothing wrong with wanting to understand and care about your sexual and reproductive health. So let's say you are one of these people and you do head to the doctor. What kind of treatment might your doctor give you? According to Healthline, abnormal discharge can of course point to so many different things. This means that you might need to be tested in a few different ways. So this could be a physical exam, a pap smear, uh, samples under the microscope or pH tests. And there are more in addition to that as well. For something like a yeast infection or thrush, this can be treated with cream or a pill and there are different options for this. There's a one day option or a three day option and these can be bought over the counter at a chemist. So there's actually no doctor necessary uh, for this. Of course, if you've never experienced this before, you should go to your doctor. Uh, maybe you've got someone in your life that you can talk to and that you trust and they can kind of indicate to whether or not it does sound like you've got thrush or a yeast infection then I think it's probably fair to go and talk to your chemist. They also can give you advice and help you as well. So again, professionals, please do not be afraid to ask questions. If you are diagnosed with an STI, antibiotics may be prescribed for this, but of course it just depends on what is actually going on. Now, something that actually did pop up in a few of our health lessons was about cleanliness or hygiene, especially of the vulva. And I think a lot of people wonder whether they can do anything to minimize or even get rid of discharge. Now, people often use products that claim to get rid of certain smells or fluids in the vagina. And please believe me when I tell you none of these things are good for your vagina or your pH balance. None of them. I don't care what the marketing says. None of them are good for your vagina. 
Vaginas, which you may have heard this before, are self-cleaning. They do it themselves. Your vagina will indicate to you whether or not there is something going on, right? You do not need FemFresh. You do not need... I saw on TikTok the other day, there were these weird pills that people were putting up there or yoni eggs, all of those things. No good. You are much better off keeping it natural, keeping it clear of any of these things. Now let's quickly look at why pH balance is important. So this is key to keeping the vagina healthy and there's a pH scale that ranges from zero to 14. So if you are under seven, your vagina or the, you know, the environment in your vagina is considered acidic. If you are over seven, it is considered alkaline. Now, a normal pH balance is between 3.8 and 4.5. If you are above 4.5, the risk of unhealthy bacteria growing actually increases and, of course, can cause infections. Again, this is something that can be checked with your doctor, with your local GP, something that they may do. We talked about pH tests. Uh, So if you go in and, and you think that that's maybe what you need, talk to them about it, ask for that option. There is absolutely nothing wrong, once again, with asking questions. And I wanna just preface again here about vaginas being self cleaning. You do not need to use the products. In fact, fragrant vaginal washes and douching, which is a method of cleaning, can seriously mess up your natural pH balance and it can actually cause bacterial vaginosis, which is something that we talked about earlier. If you are one of those people that is curious about genital hygiene and and want to know what to do, just use warm water and do so gently. Your vagina is not supposed to smell like a flower or like perfume. It is supposed to smell like a vagina. And once again, if you are worried about any odor or texture or color of discharge or anything related, please go see your doctor. That is all for today's episode. I hope you guys learned something about discharge and you feel more informed about what is going on down there. And maybe I answered some of the questions that you guys had. I hope you guys have an absolutely awesome week. I'll be back in your ears next week, actually, with another guest episode. And this one is awesome. It's probably one of my favorite chats to date. So make sure that you are hitting that follow button wherever you are listening to your podcast, Spotify, Samsung podcast, which is so random if you're in the US. I don't even think we've got that here in Australia. Uh, Apple podcast, wherever it is, hit the follow button. It really helps me out. Other than that, stay safe and I'll be back in your ears very soon. See you later.